Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Who killed a 13-year-old boy works in D.C. government. I'm Megan Cloherty. Big night special election for Virginia Democrats this week. A local public school system needs some local artists. I'm John Doman. Gains on Wall Street, the Dow up 267, NASDAQ picked up 189, S&P up 50. Good morning, welcome in, 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The White House isn't saying much about documents with classified markings on them that are linked to President Biden. CBS News has learned more documents marked classified were found at another location used by President Biden after his time as vice president. He did not respond to questions from reporters on Wednesday. This comes after roughly 10 documents were discovered last year at his D.C. think tank, the Penn Biden Center. The president was informed about that discovery on November 2nd, the same day they were found. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, Washington. Republican officials on Long Island are demanding the resignation of the newly elected Republican Congressman George Santos. Among them, the chair of Nassau County Republicans, Joseph Cairo. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. His lies were not mere fibs. He disgraced the House of Representatives. Santos made up much of his resume and family background. The government is investigating the FAA system failure that grounded planes nationwide for two hours Wednesday. WISC-TV reporter Andrew Banstra spoke with Michael Rickers at Wisconsin's Dane County Regional Airport about the outage of the notice-to-air missions system called NOTAM. NOTAM alerts pilots of conditions on the ground that would impact their landing. When it crashed, all flights nationwide were grounded for the first time since 9-11. The problem is if there's construction going on in an airport, if certain lighting systems are out of service, those are all uh, changes to the way it's supposed to be, and those changes are communicated through a NOTAM. But why wouldn't they just make do until NOTAM was fixed? There's a number of ways that information could be communicated, but NOTAMs are the standard practice. Thousands of people have been forced to flee their homes in Northern California after days of heavy rains. CBS's Carter Evans reports from hard-hit Santa Cruz. Over the past two weeks, most of California received up to 600% of its normal rainfall. Meteorologists say extreme precipitation events are becoming more common and more intense due to climate change. The spring semester began Wednesday at the University of Idaho, two months after four students were killed at their off-campus apartment. Freshman Madeline Pollack. It feels very relieving and like knowing he's behind bars. Suspect Brian Koberger is due in court on Thursday. A 21-foot-long killer whale died after beaching itself on the Atlantic coast in Palm Coast in central Florida Wednesday. Video showed the orca lying on its side as waves splashed against it. This is CBS News. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington-area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. You must see if it's the largest indoor event in D.C. and one of the top auto shows in the United States. It features hundreds of vehicles on display from the world's top manufacturers like Toyota, Ford, Subaru, Chevrolet, Kia, and Honda. New features such as the Get Outdoors Pavilion, On The Go Hall, and EV Pavilion will add to the customized experience you can enjoy no matter your lifestyle or choice of mobility. Interactive experiences, including the Hyundai Test Track, 
outdoor ride and drives. Toyota Tundra Pole and Arkimoto's Indoor Ride and Drive will add to the excitement of this 10-day event. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center January 20th through the 29th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoShow.com. That's WashingtonAutoShow.com. WTOP at 204. It's Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023. Any spotty showers, patchy drizzle out there, ending by daybreak. Might see some patchy fog, low holding in the 40s. We're at 42 in our nation's capital right now. Thursday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. ride. Stopping the local stories we're following for you as we do head into this day together. We begin this half hour with two children locally, six and nine years of age, hospitalized this morning after a shooting incident this week in the Brightwood neighborhood of Northwest D.C. on Wednesday. They were hit by stray gunfire as they exited a Metro bus on their way home from school, WTOP's Dick Giuliano with our report from the scene. A man was also hit by the gunfire at 14th Street and Fort Stevens Drive around 4 p.m. All gunshot victims have non-life-threatening injuries. The shooting follows the stray gunfire that hit an 8-year-old boy last week on nearby Georgia Avenue. Ward 4 Councilmember Janice Lewis-George grew up in this Brightwood neighborhood. I'm just frustrated and heartbroken that young people cannot get on our transit system, come home from school, and make it home safely. Police Chief Robert Conti says several individuals are responsible for the fight on the Metro bus that spilled onto the sidewalk where the gun was fired. In Northwest D.C., Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 205. Campaign 2023 on WTLP this morning. The Democrat in a closely watched special election for state Senate in Virginia appears headed to victory after his opponent conceded in the race. Results from the Virginia Department of Elections show that Democrat Aaron Rouse is leading Republican Kevin Adams in District 7 for the race. Some absentee and provisional ballots, we're told, are still being counted. Rouse declared victory and Adams congratulated the former NFL player, calling him Senator-elect. The AP Associated Press is not tabulating or calling the race as of yet. Rouse will be sworn in once the results are certified, we're told. His victory would give Democrats actually a 22-18 margin in the state Senate as lawmakers prepare to debate abortion rights. In the meantime, a Virginia House of Delegates seat in Fairfax County will stay in Democratic hands after all, after former teacher Holly Siebold prevailed in another special election. And unofficial results from the Fairfax County Board of Elections showed that Siebold actually was winning with 67% of the vote against Republican Monique Baruti, who did concede in a brief statement on Facebook. WTOP at 2.06 Thursday morning. One school system around here is hiring. Now we're not just talking about teachers these days. Nope. They're looking for artists as well. Six new school buildings are opening this fall in Prince George's County, and now the county is looking for local artists who want to use those buildings as a big, giant canvas. For the next two weeks, the county is looking to hear from professional artists in Prince George's County as well as the rest of the DMV to collaborate on murals when those buildings open this fall. Proposals are due by January 25th, and the murals should encourage pride and celebration about the community's identity, cultural vibrancy, and diversity. Learn more about what they're looking for at WTOP.com. John Dome in WTOP News. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together, touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure, supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment, finding fulfillment through enrichment, serving and improving. What a way to live. 
And what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at ymca.org for a better You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. Good Thursday morning, January 12th, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Good news. Both crashes, one southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, south of 202. The other one northbound, north of Route 50 and beyond the merge for Kenilworth Avenue. Uh, both crashes out of the roadway and cleared, and it looks like delays have eased there as well. So that's good news on both sides of the parkway inside the Beltway. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway as of late through Montgomery and Prince George's County, despite the wet roadways in good shape, uh, no issues on the Virginia Beltway in either direction. They've been working on 95 northbound as you head north, the U.S. 17 Falmouth up toward Centerport Parkway. Looks like they are still working there, still getting by in one single lane to left, but as of late, just a brief delay. Beyond that, nothing else in your way as you head up toward the Beltway in Springfield. And if you're 395 north, uh, leaving the Beltway headed up toward the 14th Street Bridge for now. No major issues in your way. Traffic's flowing freely. You do have the option of using the express lanes on 95 or 395. They are both open to northbound travelers. Uh, still working, 66 eastbound, approaching 28 in Centerville. The work zone blocks a single right lane. And then at the Beltway, the ramp to the inner loop still closed by the work zone. You're diverted to Route 7 to use 7 West to get back to the inner loop of the Beltway. In Tyson's looking for a new car, the wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Another storm system making its way our way, giving us a chance for some shower activity on our Thursday, but most of our day is going to be dry. Now, the best chance of rain will actually come overnight. That's actually when we'll see our warmest temperatures, too. Temperatures rising through the day into the evening hours, going for a high in the mid to upper 50s. Once again, that rain coming after sunset for the most part. Some of that could be heavy at times. Friday, high of 54, but rather breezy and with falling temperatures. Friday night and Saturday will be quite cold with wind chills in the 20s to around 30. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is WTOP News. A standard procedure is in the works to notify students of national merit recognition. It's happening locally in Loudoun County where there were learning three schools did not actually inform their scholars of their achievements. Acting Loudoun Superintendent Daniel Smith says this week the information was not intentionally kept from students. As a former high school principal in other school divisions, I can attest that this process for recognizing the commended schools students is a school-based process, and it can vary significantly from school to school. Loudoun County High School was not notified of its commended scholars. Potomac Falls High School says that it didn't tell their scholars because a celebration was being planned for them. In the meantime, delays at Freedom High School were due to, quote, human error, we're told. Virginia Attorney General is investigating the Fairfax County Public Schools for similar delays. Stay tuned. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton this week has been pressing the National Zoo to do away with timed access passes for admission. The people running the zoo are responding now and saying those passes are too important to get rid of. 
In response to a letter from Norton, a director at the zoo, Brandy Smith, says the free online passes allow for the zoo to better handle the number of people who show up each day and even helps limit traffic congestion in the area. Norton believes the passes limit access to the park, especially for those who don't have easy computer, smartphone, or internet access. And since many visitors to D.C. go there... The zoo's decision to make it difficult to have access to the zoo had also national repercussions. She believes crowds are not a problem during the winter months. The zoo did say a limited number of same-day passes are available. It's not scheduled yet, but Norton already plans to hold a town hall with the zoo, and she says she'll add this issue to the discussion. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Rising egg prices are not going over easy, if you will, with consumers. As some inflation-hiked food costs are actually going down right now, the price of eggs remains stubbornly high. Turns out the avian flu-devastated chicken flocks this year across the country, putting a strain on supply. The Washington Post, Kim Bellware, tells WTLP this morning the sticker shock is not going away, at least not anytime soon. Experts don't really know if this is going to be contained, and they've they've compared it in a lot of ways to the coronavirus pandemic in humans, where, you know, we had some really, really bad months starting in 2020, and now it's a little more manageable, but there's always some variant that could come back and threaten things again. Bellware says the avian flu hit egg prices really hard back in 2015, but this year's strains have spread into more flocks. Liposuction has overtaken breast augmentation, apparently, as the world's most popular form of cosmetic surgery. The International Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgery says that liposuction, which uses suction to remove excessive fat, accounted for nearly 15% actually of cosmetic surgeries performed worldwide, while breast augmentations accounted for just over 13% of the surgeries. The shift, they say, comes amid growing concern about the implants linked to cancer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'm John O'Hurley, and I support paralyzed veterans of America because our heroes have sacrificed so much for our independence. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. It left me paralyzed. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Paralyzed Veterans of America is providing specialized medical care, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. To learn more, go to pva.org. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest. Back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
The Capitals' seven-game road win streak ends in Philadelphia with a 5-3 loss to the Flyers in which Travis Konechny had a hat trick for Philly, so T.J. Oshie could only tip his cap. They did a good job tonight, I think, pressuring. They're playing hard. They're checking hard. Doing a pretty good job trying to keep us, I think, to the exterior in the in the ozone, and we struggled a little bit breaking the puck out and moving it down the ice and, and getting it deep, so definitely not our best. Oshie scored one of two Capitals' goals in a third-period rally that fell short. Darcy Kemper had 31 saves on a night when the goalie was credited with stopping nine of the 11 high-danger chances that came his way. Conversely, the Wizards rallied from 16 points down to beat the Bulls 197 and snap a three-game losing skid. Kyle Kuzma capped his team-high 21-point performance with a game-winning three-pointer with 5.7 seconds remaining. Wes Sunsell Jr., that dude is clutch. All players, I mean, if you're a competitor, everyone dreams of that moment, but we've seen him make those type of plays in his short tenure here, so he's going to play with a level of confidence, which I think is it's a good sign for him. I mean, we're going to put the ball in his hands in this, these type of situations. You don't have Brad, you don't have KP out there, so we've seen him make those plays. Zach Levine missed the final shot, which was rebounded by Denny Avdia to cap his career-high 20 rebound night with big men Kristaps Porzingis and Daniel Gafford sidelined. Down a level, American fell out of the Patriot League lead after suffering its first conference loss, 72-60 to Army. Navy and Virginia Tech each extended their losing skids, and George Mason came up short against St. Louis, 63-62. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. D.C. leaders say they're working on adding suicide prevention barriers to the Taft Bridge in northwest D.C. That news comes from the heels of reports Tuesday this week that another person jumped off that bridge to their death. This is a very important step. Chelsea Van Thoff lost her partner to suicide last year when he jumped off the Taft Bridge. So the news this week that another person died the same way brought back tragic memories, though she was encouraged to see that D.C.'s Department of Transportation released a statement saying it's working to install suicide prevention barriers at the bridge. Them making a public statement did give me a glimmer of hope. I, I remain cautiously optimistic. The department says it's currently working on the design and securing funding for the project. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you or someone you know is struggling, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, dial 988. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, dialing 988 to get through. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Our top stories this morning, another batch of classified documents apparently found by President Biden's team at a separate location from where the first group of documents was found back in November. The nation's airport system is trying to recover from another meltdown this week. This one involves the Federal Aviation Administration providing essential information to pilots. The FAA says a corrupted file apparently is to blame here. And locally, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old were shot in D.C. on their way home from school. The city's police chief says they were shot on Wednesday as they were getting off a metro bus in the Brightwood neighborhood. We'll have a report from the scene this morning on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right, still working. 66 eastbound as you approach Route 28 in Centerville. Works on blocks a single right lane. The on-ramp from southbound 28 to eastbound 66 also blocked as part of that work zone. As far as we can tell, the ramp from the northbound side to go east on 66 on 28 is open. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. There is a work zone at the Beltway. On the eastbound side, the ramp to the inner loop is closed. You're diverted up to Route 7, to use 7 west to get back to the Beltway in Tyson's. Westbound side, the ramp to the outer loop express lanes closed by the work zone. The ramp to the main line is open. 
And then 66 westbound as you head west of the Fairfax County Parkway toward Route 28. Stay left past the work zone. 95 northbound, they've been working north. The U.S. 17 Falmouth headed up toward uh, Centerport Parkway. Single left lane gets you by, but beyond that, nothing else anyway. Headed up toward the Beltway. As of late, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway running well between the two Beltways. Uh, no issues on 270 south from Frederick down the both loops of the Beltway as of late. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking our next storm system, making its way our way. That storm system moving in later on our Thursday night, and we will see some rain with it. But most of the day is actually going to be on the drier side. Not a bad idea to keep the umbrella handy just in case. We'll see that storm system move in with plenty of cloud cover across the area. You'll notice breezy conditions picking up as we move on through the afternoon as well. Can't rule out an isolated shower during the day. But again, it is going to be our Thursday night that has the rain associated with this storm. And some of that could be heavy between, say, about 7, 8, 9. 9, 10, and 11 o'clock. That's when that system is going to come through. That's also when the warmest temperatures will be. We'll see temperatures actually rising through the afternoon and evening hours, going for a high temperature of 58 degrees. On the backside of this system, it gets rather breezy, a high of 54 on Friday, but much colder Friday night into Saturday. Saturday, high of 44, wind chills in the 20s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can drive high. You can run, or you can drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to WTOP News. The D.C. Council plans to override the mayor's veto of a sweeping revision of the city's criminal code. Ward 2 Council Member Brooke Pinto and Ward 6 Council Member Charles. In November, the D.C. Council unanimously voted to update the code. The first time that's actually happened in 100 years. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser to that end vetoed the measure last week, saying she felt more community discussion was needed prior to any sweeping overall of the criminal code. The proposal on the table brings sweeping changes to everything from jury trials to sentencing rules in the district. Sad news from the world of journalism. New York Times on politics editor Blake Hounshell has died. His newsletter on local scene was a must-read for people both inside and outside of the Beltway. He had immense respect from his fellow journalists for his insights. Before joining the Times, Hounshell held several top positions at Politico and has been managing editor at Foreign Policy magazine. He also appeared on occasion on WTOP over the years. Blake Hounshell was 44. 
The Golden Globes are in the books now, but the Oscar race rages on. The SAG Awards just announcing their nominations of hit stars. The real-life queen is dead, but the crown hopes to win Best Ensemble for a time unless Severance of the White Lotus can spoil. In light of the events of the last 12 months, perhaps I have more to reflect on. Ruth Langmore has a shot at revenge on Wendy Bird as Ozark's Laura Linney and Julia Garner battle for Best Actress. If you want to stop me, you're going to have to kill me! And on the comedy side, it's the stress chefs of the bear versus the funny faculty of Abbott Elementary, which just won at the Globes. What do you do here? I'm the principal. But you don't do anything. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. The SAG Awards are February 26th. The other nominees a click away at WTOP.com. Naomi Osaka with a big announcement this morning. Naomi Osaka is a force on the tennis court. Now, days after withdrawing from the Australian Open, the 25-year-old says she's pregnant. On social media, she showed a photo of a screen showing an ultrasound of her baby. Osaka's in a relationship with Grammy-nominated rapper Cordae, who she's reportedly been with since 2019. Osaka has won four Grand Slam titles in her young career and at one point was ranked as the number one women's tennis player in the world. Matt Piper, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Charlie did not die from an overdose. Charlie was poisoned. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Any medication not purchased from a licensed pharmacy could be deadly. No other family should go through this. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Learn about fake medicine on social media and if an online pharmacy is safe. Time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal. Maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg. Now you're seeing two tech giants falling out of an employee-driven ranking of the best places to work. Glassdoor says the mass layoffs at Facebook parent Meta Platforms may have left its remaining employees feeling unsure about the place. The same goes for Apple's return-to-office push. A newcomer, customer service software maker Gainsight, now leads the ranking. As Twitter looks for new ways to boost revenue, the New York Times reports it may start auctioning usernames, the string of characters following the at sign by which accounts are identified. The paper says only certain names, such as those of well-known people and popular names, may have value. With the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange, Miami's FTX arena is no more. A bankruptcy judge has approved termination of a $135 million naming rights agreement the venue is home to the NBA's Miami Heat. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. 
Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need